Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good Monday morning from beautiful Winona, Minnesota. It's Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilkham. Here with me is Father Jason Kern, who is the Vocations Director for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester here. And we're happy to be with you on Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. How are you doing, Father? I'm great. It's a beautiful, well, a little cloudy, but it's a beautiful Monday morning, uh, ready to start the week and let the Lord show us how to live for Him today. Absolutely. Well, uh, speaking of that, let's uh, start with a prayer. You want to lead us, Father? Sure. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus, we offer this day, we offer this week to you. We thank you for the gift of Sunday yesterday. Your resurrection promises us hope. We pray that uh, when you say the words to us, what are you looking for that we might look for you? We might search for you in our hearts, in our lives, in others. But ultimately, knowing that you are always present to us, we look to you now and ask for your grace to guide us and lead us. Send your Holy Spirit to be with us and lead us to all truth today. We ask this all through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Again, thanks for joining us here on Real Presence Live. We have an excellent show for you here on a Monday morning. And uh, Father Kern, you want to introduce our first guest? Sure. We're very blessed to have a priest on a Monday morning. I'm sure after a busy weekend, he's up and ready to uh, share with us today about charisms and the Holy Spirit. Father Jones, Father Stephen Jones from the Diocese of Sioux Falls. Welcome, Father. Good morning. How are you today? I am doing very well. And Jesus uh, did a lot of good ministry over the weekend through... uh, through his holy priesthood, so I'm really excited to be um, to be with you to continue that work. Amen. Yeah, thanks for joining us. It's a, a special grace to have you on the radio this morning. So I guess we wanted to talk a little bit about charisms, and um, probably first to do that, we got to talk about the Holy Spirit. But tell us, what's what is a charism, Father? Well, the Catechism says it's a specific gift or grace of the Holy Spirit. A specific gift or grace of the Holy Spirit which uh, benefits the Church, either directly or indirectly, and it's given in order to help a person to live out the Christian life or to serve the common good in building up the Church. (laughs) That probably sounds um, a bit complicated, but basically the way I would describe it is that that a charism, and the Greek is from the Greek uh, charism, which means gift. So charism is a a specific gift from the Holy Spirit given to an individual uh, so that he may serve others in the Church. So a charism is always meant to serve someone else. It's never meant to be uh, for myself. For myself. So, um, you know, uh, it's helpful to contrast charisms with the gifts and the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Uh, peace, love, joy, fear of the Lord, etc. 
so that those gifts are meant for the individual that is for each Christian to have, uh, to experience the presence of the Lord. But the charisms are always meant to be in service to another. And the charisms are given to each individual as God um, as God decides. Hmm. So nobody can kind of control their charism, you know. We yeah, it's pray, not like a, you know, going shopping at the mall. Exactly, yeah. Yes. Okay, and so as people experience these, how would they come to learn about them? Or, you know, where are they in the scriptures? Where could someone come to gain an understanding of how God has gifted them? What should they look for? Well, in the scriptures, there's a a number of lists of them. Um, Romans 12, 6 through 8, lists prophecy, serving teaching, exhortation, giving, leadership, mercy. Um, 1 Corinthians 12, 8 through 10, that has word of wisdom, word of knowledge, faith, uh, gift of healings, miracles, prophecy, distinguishing between spirits, what would be called the sermon of spirits, tongues, interpretation of tongues. Uh, so there's, the, the lists are, I guess, somewhat helpful, but, you know, we really can't learn from a list. Oh, I'm just going to go through this list. Yeah. Um, the, the, um, there are tests that you can do, like um, this, uh, there's something called the uh, Catherine of Siena Institute, Siena.org, uh, which is really good, and you uh, can find that online, and take their, um, their course on the charisms, and then there's a, te- a simple test that you can take to determine which of the charisms that you have. So, um, yeah. Okay, and so as you kind of come aware of them, uh, what does that look like in someone's life? Like, maybe you could give your own testimony around it. What's been your experience around uh, coming to know your charisms, coming to live out of them? What's been the fruit of that um, that God has blessed your life with? Sure. Well, you know, the starting point, it's, it's probably helpful, like, What's the starting point of a, of, of a charism? Um, and it's, um, it's faith and relationship with the Lord. So that um, there are many people, there are many Catholics who, who are not experiencing the charisms in their life. And what the, what the research shows uh, um, is that in order for the charism to be activated, we have to have a strong relationship with the Lord. That is, to be asking God into our life, to be praying with faith, um, and um, when that starts to happen with us, then the charisms begin to be activated. Uh, so that means, you know, we have to ask for the Lord to take away any obstacles between us, uh, in Jesus, and to be trusting the work of the Holy Spirit, and so forth. But now, when charisms happen, and you know, in 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 my own life, I would say, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a revert. So uh, in a, uh, I'm a priest of the diocese of Sioux Falls, been ordained for eight years, uh, and I was a cradle Catholic. But then I had a reversion when I was 34 years old, and um, the Lord just changed my life one day. Uh, through an act of faith, basically through an act of faith. But ever since that happened, um, I would say uh, that's what I 
have experienced in my life is the charisms begin uh, to be activated. And what it is is when you have the charisms activated in your own life, you feel like when you're doing your charism, you know, let's say, you know, a person might have five or six or some might have more, some might have less than that. But when you when you are um, participating in your charism, you feel energized. You feel like you found your place. Um, there's like a joyful satisfaction. It feels fruitful and effective. In a way, you might say, "I feel fully alive." I feel fully alive uh, when I'm exercising my charism because it's not coming from me. And it's a gift from God. I'm not. I'm sort of not trying to do it. It's flowing through me. So, uh, for my own priesthood, what I found, uh, my charisms personally, encouragement, uh, teaching, discernment of spirits. So I do a lot of work with spiritual direction, discernment of spirits, and uh, well, I find that when I'm doing this, it's basically. Um, effortless, and I can do it for long periods of time. So I'm doing a lot of spiritual direction to people uh, from, you know, a wide variety of areas. We're now doing a lot by a lot by video phone you know, because of the COVID. It sort of uh, opened sure. this up in the world. But what what I find is that that when I'm serving the Lord in this way and, and using the charism of spiritual direction and, and, and encouragement and knowledge and teaching in this way, specifically in spiritual direction, that it's very easeful and it's very exciting, and you see that people's lives are changed. So many, many people have their lives changed uh, through this charism. Um, I don't know if this is making sense. It's making great sense, Father, yes. We're with uh, Father Stephen uh, Jones from the Diocese of Sioux Falls, and he's sharing with us about charisms, these gifts of the Holy Spirit that come to us from God. Uh, you know, and I'm thinking about just as you described, um, you know, it makes you feel fully alive, like you're alive in the Spirit, right? You come to know the power of God in a new way when you're living out of, when you're living in, a, in, in communion with His gifts, you know, receiving them and then responding to them, letting them be nurtured and strengthened through the power of the Holy Spirit. Could you make a distinction between, like, what's Say you know like and I think of like when I was in high school it was big to talk about oh use you know do something you're passionate about do something that's you know you're naturally gifted at and then you're going to flourish with so what's the difference between like my natural abilities and talents that I kind of have versus what a charism uh, does in my in my life and in my in my own kind of growth in, in in relationship with God or with others yeah great question thank you yeah so we could contrast charisms with natural talents we say natural and talent. The natural talents uh, can be inherited. In fact, we would say normally they would be. This is something in my genetics. or um, and But charisms are not inherited, that they are given by the Holy Spirit, and they are given um, at baptism and confirmation. Hmm. And now, they may not be activated then, because if, you know, if we have a lack of personal faith, for example, uh, they may not be activated then, but they would be given... Uh, and charisms um, uh, enable us to be an agent of God for others. So charisms, as I mentioned, are always intended for another person, uh, to, for us to assist someone else. Natural talents can be purely for our own benefit. Uh, so, for example, some a person could say, 
um, well, I love to play the piano, and uh, and it seems to be, you know, we seem to be a musical family, and I've inherited that talent from my natural talent from my parents, but I don't like to play for others, you know? Mm-hmm. So if I don't like to play for others right away, I know it's not a charism, uh, because charisms are always intended for others. Uh, also, charisms cannot be used for evil. Uh, it's impossible, but natural talent uh, could be. You know, um, yeah. if I was skilled at being crafty and sneaking around at night or something like that, I could use my natural talent to be a burglar, but a charism uh, could not be used in that way, only in the service of God and His kingdom. Beautiful. That's a great response, you know, making that distinction between, you know, kind of our natural ability versus what uh, is a supernatural gift from God, something that comes from Him and is then used for building up the church, as you've described, I think, quite well, that uh, when we've been given a gift, it's not just meant for my own personal gratification, my own edification, but rather it's made for the glory of God and for the building of the kingdom. So we've been blessed to hear um, on this side of break. Uh, from Father Stephen Jones about charisms. He's going to continue to share and give a little bit more testimony about how he's perhaps seen it in his parish or experienced it in his ministry come to fruition, these gifts of the Holy Spirit, these charisms that are gifts from God. So we will, uh, first of all, thank you, Father, and we will join him again after break and uh, and pick up from there. So, great, thank you. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Honor your Father by word and deed, that a blessing from Him may come upon you. Sirach 3.8 Our priests guide us on the right path and teach us about our Catholic faith. At Real Presence Radio, we'd like to honor them for helping to deepen our relationship with Jesus. Each week on Real Presence Live, we honor our fathers with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. You can nominate your priest to receive special recognition by going to yourcatholicradiostation.com. And thank you to all our priests for your service to the Holy Catholic Church. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision provides eye exams for the whole family and specialty services like vision therapy and custom contact lenses. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Moto Eyewear, which gives away a pair of glasses to a child in need for every frame sold. We are so grateful for your support and grateful to be supporting RPR. You can learn more about our mission at lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. 
You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And we are live on Real Presence Radio. Real Presence Live uh, is a great opportunity to hear about how God is at work in our times. Where God is present, He is full of love for us and has continued to bless us in so many abundant ways. We're joined this morning with Father Stephen Jones from the Diocese of Sioux Falls. He's been telling us about charisms. He works in ministry in Sioux Falls and has seen an abundance of God's blessings and graces that have been poured into his own life, has brought his own conversion about through the gift of faith and through uh, realizing how much God wants to transform our lives through his gifts. So, Father Stephen, thanks again for joining us. We're uh, continuing this conversation on charisms, and I guess I would open up to you uh, at this time. Like, where have you seen charisms be active? Where have you seen them uh, transform either community or you know relationships? Uh, what dynamics have you seen the gifts of the Holy Spirit, these supernatural gifts that come directly from God and are there to transform us for the building up the kingdom and to allow us to live in that deep abiding union of God's blessings? Where have you seen charisms be active in your ministry? Sure, thank you. Uh, yes, yeah, great to be back with you. Yes, well, I'm I'm the director of the St. Thomas More Newman Center here in uh, Vermilion at the University of South Dakota, and so we see the the charisms are evident in our community here. So, um, for example, my assistant director, Dr. Adrian Adderley, uh, she has a charism for design. So she can see things about how a space should look. Um, and she's been very influential, like at the Newman Center, as we've been working to make it look beautiful and inviting space. Uh, there are many times where uh, Dr. Adrian will get an idea um, through prayer. And um, then she and I will work together to refine the idea. For example, we put a a very beautiful cross with an IHS on the on the exterior of the building. Now, the Newman Center had never had uh, such a cross, uh, strangely enough, but it was built in the 60s. You know, they were doing strange sure. things in the 60s. But Dr. Adrian got this idea for the cross, and we discussed it, and then it came to fruition, and uh, uh, the building is completely transformed by, the, by that. Also, um, she said, well, we need to light the exterior of the building, so we talked about that. Um, and, again, it came to fruition, and it's beautiful. So for her, the, the look of things, the look of the space is both internal and external, comes naturally, and these ideas flow out of her. Uh, and so I'm like, wow, this is great because, um, as the director, now I can kind of help harness this and guide it. And it, but it's not a charism that I have. I'm like I can look at a space. I'm like, well, I could be fairly clueless as to how it should look. So she has that charism, um, and then her uh, her husband, Dr. Mark Adderley, who's our director of religious education, he has a tremendous charism for teaching, and so he just started, you know, just um, picking up um, all kinds of students. That, that are interested in RCIA that is coming into the church. And uh, he also does our marriage preps, and he does our baptismal preps, and and he just loves to teach, and it's a gift from the Lord. And um, it really, you can see the fruits of that spirit 
uh, in the students, in the students mm-hmm. and those he's serving through his teaching. So one of the characteristics of these of these charisms, you know, when when you're living a charism, it's from the Lord. There's this energy, like I mentioned before, you have an energy and there's a naturalness. You know, I feel like I'm really most fully myself when I'm exercising my charisms. And so it makes it easy to kind of keep going on um, and, and with a great deal of energy, even when you know, you're tired. So, you know, when you're, when you're exercising charisms, uh, you... You're serving another, and you feel this energy from God, and it's easy. But then, you know, when it's over, you might be, wow, I'm exhausted because I've really fully given myself beyond what anything that was in my natural capacity. Um, another charism you really see here at the Newman Center is sort of helps, helps. And so we have some people in the community, uh, 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 Carolyn, Tanya, and, and Jen come to mind, popping out. They come and they help at our meals. So we serve meals uh, after Sunday Mass, and we serve meals, dollar dinner, on Wednesdays. And there's people in the community that just started coming and helping, and they just love it. They love it, and they are energized by it. And we love having them around because you just sense the Holy Spirit, and it really helps the students. So we get like maybe 50 students coming uh, for dollar dinner, and it's been growing and this energy of the helps, that is, when the community members are here, as well as myself and Dr. Mark and Dr. Adrian, you just sense the love of God that is, you know, providing meals for these students and providing a community, uh, a seedbed for them to have their own experience with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, beautiful. I love the testimony, Father. We're with Father Stephen Jones from the Diocese of Sioux Falls, speaking on charisms on Real Presence Live this morning at 9.23 a.m. You know, I love what you're saying because it's such a, a... It gives everyone the opportunity to be part of the body. It allows them to have a singular focus rather than feeling like, oh, i got to do everything or I, I don't know what to do, I feel overwhelmed. When you come to know where God has blessed you and given you these gifts, it gives you a direction. And, and I can't shake as you're talking. I, I think of this scripture passage from Ephesians 4. And I don't read this as a list of charisms. I read this as kind of the orientation of them. And mm-hmm. in Ephesians four eleven, he gave some as apostles, others as prophets, others as evangelists, others as pastors and teachers. And then here, this part in verse 12, to equip the holy ones for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ, until we all attain to the unity of faith and knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the extent of the full stature of Christ. So we see that the body becomes more and more what it's meant to be when we're living out of these charisms, when we're allowing the Holy Spirit to direct and orient us and then to serve the greater need of the church, and even in small ways, right? But by doing that, that's building up, and we feel fulfilled because we're living out of where we've already been blessed and given so many gifts from God. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a beautiful testimony uh, to what you're saying. And, and Paul goes on in Ephesians there to say, and so living the truth in love, we grow in every way into him who is the head, Christ, from the, mm-hmm. whom the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament. So it's speaking of this uh, reality of living as the body of Christ. The charisms allow us to live in that unity of faith, everyone having a part, and, and then orienting it towards the greater good. Is, is that really what you've been experiencing, it sounds like, huh? Yeah, absolutely, yes. In uh there's a real sense of energy and joy, a uh, real sense of, of, of the presence of God uh, who, who takes us way beyond ourselves, hmm. who takes us way beyond ourselves. And the beautiful thing is that anybody uh, 
can discover their charisms. Uh, and so that's where I would really encourage people to go forward with it. Um, some people, yeah. for example, have a charism of healing. Hmm. You know, the yep. charism of healing, which is life, absolutely life-changing, you know, for those so who needed. have that. Yeah. Uh, it, it takes risk, right? I mean, how do you, you know, we, we talked a little bit about um, the Siena Institute and kind of the, their website, I think Called and Gifted is their program, if I remember right. Um, yeah. And, and like, so as someone discovers their charisms, they might look at one of these organizations that help uh, reveal more about how to discover them. Like, what does it mean for them? Like, give us a, like kind of a final testimony of why this is so important for the Christian life, uh, for an individual who's trying to f- find their way to live a f- more full life in the Holy Spirit. How does uh, discovering their charisms really help them to flourish in that regard? Well, I think it just it goes back to the truth that Christ makes us fully alive. And so it's not just an idea, right? You know, Father, mm-hmm. you know this. It's like that. It's actually, I'm experiencing through faith, like faith opens a window, relationship to God opens a window in my soul where Christ can come in. And so he makes me, like, so excited that, you know, I'm experiencing life in a new way, an extraordinary way, in a way that's so joyful um, that I start to taste in my experience what the Church teaches, the Church says eternal life begins now, so that eternal life is a quality, uh, uh, and there's always a joy and an overflowing sense. And like, I want to share this with others. I want to love other people in the name of Christ. Mm-hmm. So I get to be so excited by this uh, that, you know, I'm going to go out to the world as a missionary disciple, as Francis wants us to be. Uh, uh, I'm going out as a missionary disciple because I'm sharing with others this tremendous joy uh, that the Lord has given me. And so that's where charism really gives a powerful personal, there's something personal that the Lord wants to give uh, each disciple, and that gives us the energy to go out with love, with this transforming love that when Christ makes us fully alive. Amen. We I hear the passion in your voice, Father. It's awesome to hear. In, until people taste it and discover the depth and power of God's transforming grace that comes through knowing where He's calling you to live, that's when you really discover the pathway for, of truth and of beauty and of goodness for your for your own life, for your own journey. It nurtures you. It strengthens you. You feel fortified and solidified by the grace of God to live in His uh, love. So I love I love what you're saying there. I think it's so important. And, and we're so, it's so needed in our time for people to discover again uh, that they really can transform the world through the grace of God, that his, his power is real, and that he wants to use them. He cares enough not just to make them a nice person or a good guy, but he actually wants to use them in such a profound way that he'll transform the church through their witness and testimony. So, Father, thank you so much for sharing about charisms. Are there any final thoughts or reflections that you would share with us this morning? Well, uh, I'll, I'll give you just one um, little story. Sometimes people can get a temporary charism or a one-time charism. Hmm. Uh, and there was a priest that talked about uh, the gift of knowledge, and a, a woman came to confession, and he, as she was confessing, he kept hearing, tell her about her book, tell her about her book, tell her about her book. So he, said, he, he interrupted her, and he said, I have to tell you, I'm just getting this message, finish your book, finish your book. And she was absolutely startled. Uh, because it was true, you know, and she <laughs> she had this book. Uh, so 
that changed her life. She finished the book. And but the priest said he never received that um, charism again. It happened wow. one time, and so we can't put a um, you know uh, a noose around the Holy Spirit. He will act as he will. And uh, it's so exciting that what God is going to do in our lives when we open ourselves to uh, the Holy Spirit in faith. Amen. Thank you, Father Stephen Jones from the Diocese of Sioux Falls. Beautiful testimony on charisms and the gift of the Holy Spirit. Up next, we'll highlight one of the great priests in our listening area. Stay tuned to find out who. That's next on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.